Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. Yes, we're going to do our Toddcast tonight, if that's okay. And I have some, I have little Aaron boys here, they're going to help me for this. But I want to ask you a question. Tonight we're going to talk about testing the spirits, okay? I have a question, and I don't want you to answer this out loud, because I'm expecting some odd answers to this question, but... I want you to answer it internally, okay? Answer this question internally. Do you believe in ghosts and aliens? Not out loud. Just think internally. Do you believe in ghosts and do you believe in aliens? Because I believe in both. Do you ever expect your pastor to say that? I believe in both ghosts and aliens. But... (laughs) See? So even if you disagree with me... All right. Let me explain how, though, okay? Oh, wow. This is getting real. We got one. One. We have one person who says they believe in ghosts and aliens. Well, you know what the Bible tells us, guys, right? The Bible says that there are aliens. Do you know who the aliens are? Does anyone know who the aliens are? Who are they? We are all aliens. Thank you, Heather. Who are the aliens specifically? Not just every piece people. Who are they? Christians. Roger. (laughs) I kind of believe that. A little bit. It says that there are aliens and that the Christians are the aliens. Right? Because we don't live here. Where do we live? Heaven. So we're actually journeying in a world that we don't belong to. And we're journeying towards heaven. So therefore, we are called to live like aliens and strangers in this land. And not only that, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing to live like a stranger and an alien. We're called to it. God calls us to live like, like we're from somewhere else. But I also believe in ghosts. And that's kind of where we're headed tonight. Because there are spirits. And spirit and ghost is kind of interchangeable, at least in this sense. I believe in spirits and I believe in ghosts. And we're talking about the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost tonight, correct? But there's also other spirits, are there not? There are other spirits in this world, and they're not visible. And they're not dead people who have come back to haunt us, okay? That's not, whatever you hear in Hollywood, that's not what ghosts are, unfortunately. Ghosts and spirits are often just spiritual creatures who have always been spiritual creatures, and they are all around this world. Now we can't see them, and that's part of the problem. Because an enemy you can see is easier to fight than an enemy you cannot see. And most of these spirits, again, unfortunately, are are bad and have evil intentions. And they hate Christians. They hate us. In fact, I want to share with you tonight a ghost story, if that's okay. Can I share a ghost story with you? Guys, go. Go turn the lights on. Go do your thing. These are where my errand boys are coming in. I'm going to tell you a ghost story tonight. And to set the effect and to set the mood. See? Yeah, we have candles, so this is really spooky. You probably never thought your pastor would tell you a ghost story. Is this okay? You're not too scared, are you? Yep. You're too scared? I see. I'm not too scared. Well, listen, if we get too scared, we got to turn the lights back on, because that's not really what I'm going for. I can see But I actually am going to tell you a ghost story tonight, okay? I'm going to tell you a story from my life that is absolutely true. Wow. Did you see that? Did you see that? As soon as I say ghost, I made him angry. No, I'm going to tell you a ghost story from my own life, okay? Now, 
as a pastor, pastors go through some different challenges that are not common to the common Christian or the common person. Okay, And if you've ever been a minister, you understand what I'm talking about. There was a time, most of you know, I've been a pastor for many years. I've been a preacher for many years. And one time while I was preaching, which has happened more than once, but it's very rare, I will be preaching and I will be getting internal messages sent to my brain while I'm preaching. Does anyone believe that actually happens to a pastor? Because it does, and it's not common. I will say this. It is not every Sunday that I go through that. But on this particular Sunday, I was being told messages, and guess who the person sounded like? Does anyone have a guess? Now, they weren't audible, okay? It wasn't something I heard out loud. It was, some, it was an internal message. What's that? It did not sound like a dead relative. Nice guess, though. Anyone have another guess? Did not sound like Billy Graham. What else? It did not sound like the devil, because I don't know what he taught, sounds like. It sounded like me. It sounded like me. I was hearing messages in my brain while I'm preaching that sounded exactly like me. And you know what these messages were telling me? Quit. Quit. Give up. Quit right now. Don't do this anymore. In fact, make this lesson, this sermon, your very last. Give up. And it sounded like it was exactly me telling me that. It was very bizarre, and I've only experienced that once or twice in my entire ministry. And I got down from that message, and I felt very defeated. As if I had told myself from my own internal spirit that this is what I really wanted. But after some meditation and prayer and talking to some people that I trust, I came to the very quick conclusion that was actually not me. Because that's not what my heart wanted. That's not what my spirit wanted in, in the light of day when I prayed about it and talked to the Lord. That's not what I wanted at all. So how was I hearing such things? Well, let's turn the lights back on because that's the end of my ghost story. And that's a real story. But I want to share with you a passage of Scripture. It comes from 1 John chapter 4. You can turn there or you can just listen. And this is what John says. John the Apostle says this in 1 John 4 verses 1 to 6. He says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit. But test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. That's kind of like the devil's errand boys, okay? There are devil's errand boys, and these are actual people. These could be actual people who infiltrate churches to do bad and to do harm, okay? He says there are many false prophets that have gone out into the world. He says in verse 2, By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and is now in the world already. And in verse 4, he says, little children. And this is what I want to tell even the children and the adults here today. That story and the point of this tonight is not to be terrified. That's not the point of the story, and that's not at the point of the understanding that there are spirits and ghosts among us. Because he says, little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And when he says he who is in the world, he means all of them combined. So take all the spirits, all the ghosts, all the evil people, all the evil prophets, false prophets, and put them all together. The Lord within us, the Holy Spirit, is greater than all of them combined. And not only is he greater, but he has overcome them already. He goes on in verse 5 to say they are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. 
So it makes sense that the world is a mess right now, right? Because guess who they're listening to? The wrong spirits. So they're a mess. They're following the wrong message, the wrong way, going absolute polar opposite than they should. So the world is a mess, and that's why. But he says, we are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Isn't that interesting? So even in the little story that I shared with you, that's something that I had to do. I had to test the spirit. Was that actually God? Would God actually tell me while I'm preaching his word to give up, to quit, to not do this anymore while I'm boasting in Jesus Christ? Probably not, right? So what I was hearing was probably a spirit of sorts that had learned how I speak and how I think and was sending direct messages to my brain telling me to stop. And what's interesting is there are spirits around us. You can use the word ghosts. But spirits is a little more clean way to say it because when you're thinking about ghosts, you're thinking about how Hollywood has told you what they look like. And I bet we would be shocked to know how many there are. I think we would. I think we would be shocked to know how many spirits are around this world that we're in. And their goal is very simple. They have one goal. Influence, influence us away from the truth. It's that simple. They know truth. They understand a lot of truth and a lot of the Bible, and they want us away from it. So that's their whole goal, is to take our vision and our focus away from the truth. And if we listen to the wrong spirits, we can be led into error, and perhaps permanently, if we're not careful. And that's the point of listening to wrong spirits. They're leading us away from error, and the goal is not just a bad week or a bad day or a bad season. The goal is permanent abandonment of truth. That's their goal. And by listening to these spirits enough, that's the danger. Therefore, we have to discern and test the spirits that we hear internally. Are they from God or are they from another source? But notice again verse 4. Little children, you are from God if you're a Christian and have overcome them. Isn't that interesting? It's not will overcome them. It's have overcome them. The victory's already been won. And how was it won? Jesus on the cross. Now, which is a little interesting because Jesus died on the cross. That looks like a great defeat or a great victory for the devil. How is it not then? Jesus died on the cross. You would think that's a big devilish party that happened, right? When Jesus died on the cross. In fact, that was a prophecy that came true. Jesus said the serpent would bruise his heel. But what happened three days later? He arose from the grave. And what happened to that serpent? That serpent? Jesus crushed his head. Fulfilling the prophecy, you will bruise my heel, but I will crush your head. And that very day, all the evil spirits around us were defeated. O grave, where is your sting? O death, where is your victory? It's gone. It's nullified. It's taken out. So in verse 4, we find out that they've already been defeated. They're, already, they're fighting from a place of failure, and they know that. But they have one goal. Take us down with them. Take as many of us as they can with them to the losing team. You guys remember the game Red Rover as a kid? Who remembers that game? Red Rover, Red Rover, Red Rover, sent Todd over. And then Todd would run and get clotheslined or whatever happened. What was that game about, by the way? Um, but it was all about beckoning people to the other side, the other team. Well, that's the goal of these evil spirits is to beckon you to the other side, the side of error, the side of antichrist, the side of sin away from the church, away from the safety of God. But we have to remember this. God has already won. God has already won, and we have one very simple strategy. Stay near him. 
stay near the one who has gained our victory. And who is that? The Lord Jesus Christ. He gained the victory, and we are now encouraging all of us to walk by his Spirit. Stay near the feet of Jesus. Stay near the one who has already destroyed the serpent's head. Thanks for listening to the Devotional Toddcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.